the video. So, how you guys doing this morning? Get my notes turned right side up. It's great. Great to be with you. Thank you for being with us. Such a great crowd this morning. We're grateful that you came to church. And if you weren't able to be here in person, we're so glad that you're joining us online. What an amazing time in God's presence already. And uh, just believe we're at the beginning of a great year. And we're at the beginning of a great series in which uh, I get the privilege of, uh, of starting that off. Um, our, our whole team will be sharing, but um, this month and next month, we're going to talk about re and uh, several words that flow out of, uh, of the word re. <clears throat> but we want this to be a time where we really lean into uh, just praying, uh, seeking God's face, getting in God's presence through worship. And then uh, hearing what God's saying, and like Pastor Kathy said last week, we're going to begin to declare some things. And uh, so our times every day, you have an opportunity if that works for you. And we're also going to be doing some uh, prayer times. Uh, We'll do one this Wednesday night where we'll lead prayer, and you can just join that right from wherever you are online, where we're going to pray together as a church family. So we're going to do that this Wednesday night. Um, We'll have some worship and some prayer that will go on, and we'll just be praying for our church. We'll be praying for your family. We'll be praying for our city, and we want you to join us on those. So uh, at certain evenings, uh, on Wednesday evenings, we'll be doing those, and then the church is open in the middle of the day this week for you to just come pray. If you can come for 15 minutes or 45 or an hour, it doesn't matter. Just during that time when the building's open, the sanctuary's open, take a little time on your lunch break and join us for prayer. We believe if we do that, We're going to hear more of what God's saying, and we're going to be positioned to experience more of what God is doing. That was a great place to say amen. No, that's a great place. I need some people to get warmed up in the choir. Amen. You didn't know you were in the choir this morning, but we need you to get warmed up in the choir. So very excited about what's going to happen this week and uh, just appreciate you praying with us. Let's go. Uh, we're going to, so, so we're going to talk about a lot of different things over this series uh, in Re. We're going to talk about uh, Renew. We're going to talk about Refresh. We're going to talk about Revive. And we may throw in some more re-words than that. Um, how many even know there's a lot of rewords in the Bible because God is a God of re. And you know why that's good news? Because watch, watch what happens when I ask this question and ask everybody in, their, in the sanctuary. Okay, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to see if anybody doesn't raise their hand. Okay, this is a poll. It's a participation poll. Have you ever had a moment an instance, a decision, a situation in your life where you needed or you wish you had a redo. Just raise your hand if, you, if you've ever needed a redo. A couple of people didn't raise their hands. Just, just saying I noticed you, okay? I'm raising mine. Needed a redo. But the Bible tells us over and over in many, many ways that God is a God of renewal, of restoration, of refreshing, of restoring, of redoing. And so we're going to dive into that. I want you to turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And this morning we're going to talk about renewed 
renewed from the ground up. Renewed from the ground up. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse number 16 says, therefore we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. One more verse this morning out of Revelation chapter 21. In verse number five, Jesus speaking in Revelation 21, five, then he who sat on the throne said, behold, I make all things new. How many of you are glad that Jesus made sure it got in the Bible so that you could understand? You wonder, what is Jesus doing in my life? I can't find him. I can't figure out what he's doing. I'm not sure. I'm in a season where everything seems chaotic. Here's Jesus telling you what he's doing. He's making all things new. You say, what's Jesus doing on Monday? He's making all things new. What's he doing on Tuesday? He's making all things new. What's he doing on Wednesday? He's making all things new. It's what he does. And so we're going to talk about renewal this morning. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence. Thank you that you are here with us. Lord, we ask you to breathe on us. Breathe on this moment. Breathe on your word. Breathe on our hearts. Breathe the renewing power and presence of God back into our lives. Lord, we say that we need you today. We, we don't need to just start a new year, but we need to start a new year in renewal. We need to, we need to enter into this year with refreshed and renewed, and we can't do it without you. And so we ask you to help us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Bible is replete with references about how God renews, that God renews, that God wants to renew. There are so many times and ways that God tells us what he's up to. And I think that one of the things I want to draw your attention to first here is just a simple reminder that you serve a living God. And that that means that God is always alive. He is always present. He is always fresh. He is never stale. He is never crusty. He is never sleepy. He is never groggy. He never needs an Americano in the morning to get going. Your God is alive. And that means not only that he's not dead, it just means that he's always active. He's always present and he's always fresh. And so what, what we have to own in that is that if there's something stale about my relationship with God, then one thing I know is that the stale partner is not God. 
if there's something dead about my relationship with God, it's, it's the, the, the person in the relationship. You know, when you have marriage counseling, almost always in marriage counseling, you're going to come to the conclusion that it's not just one of us, but it's both of us. I didn't get, I got one amen when I said that. Like what? Pastor Songo, did you see that? Because that one amen right there. How many of you know that when you have an issue in your marriage, it's, it's not just one of us, it's both of us. I wasn't planning on talking about marriage this morning, but that's good right there. So, so, but in my relationship with God, I never come to the conclusion that it's not just one of us, it's both of us, it's always just one of us, and it's me. So, I love what Bob Mumford said. Bob Mumford said that one time God said to him, he said, Bob, you and I are incompatible. And I don't change. So sometimes you got to realize God's got his stuff together. So if there's issues in my relationship with God, the changing is going to have to take place in me. So it's not God that needs renewal. It's not God that needs freshening up. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. I'm the one who needs to be awakened. So in the Old Testament, uh, there would oftentimes be prayers that were offered up to God. And you see these in the Psalms all the time. And they say, God, awaken, oh God. And they ask God to wake up because it feels like God is asleep. And so in the Old Testament, he says, all this time, you know, and, and it's okay. If you ever feel like telling God to wake up, I'm not telling you you can't do that. But I do want you to notice an observation that in the New Testament, there's a shift and a change. And never in the New Testament does anyone ever ask God to wake up. But what happens in the New Testament is we get a clear revelation of what's going on. And we say, we need to wake up. Because we learn through the revelation of Jesus that it is not God who's sleeping on the job. It's me who's sleeping in my awareness to what God is doing. So I need the Spirit of God to awaken me to the renewing project that He's about. Now here's what God promises to renew. These are just a few examples, and we'll put a couple of them on the screen for you. So you can take these. If you want some things to declare, like Pastor Kathy said, you can begin to declare the following things. You can say, God is renewing my strength. Amen. You can say amen to these if you want to. God is renewing my youth. Now, let me, let me just say something real quick about renewing your youth. Because I think a lot of my, my friends who are older than me, when they hear that God is going to renew my youth, that they think that that means maybe that somehow God's going to turn me into my 22-year-old self. Like my back's not going to hurt, my knees. And I hope that happens for you. But I would just humbly submit to you that it could be that the way that God wants to renew your youth is not just in your physical vitality, but it might be in a childlike mindset of wonder. Maybe that's how God wants to renew your youth so that in your older age, you've begun to grow cynical because this isn't your first rodeo and you've seen that. You're on the fourth verse of the same song, but somehow God can renew your youth so that you approach each day saying, I can't wait to see what God does in my life today. He's going to renew your strength. He's going to renew your youth. He wants to renew your spirit. 
Psalm 51.10 says, the, the Bible says God will renew your mind. The Bible says God will renew your days. The Bible says God will renew the face of creation. And in Matthew chapter 19 and verse number 28, Jesus said that God is going to renew all things. Now, let me give you a big secret. All things means all things. That means if it's a thing, then God wants to renew it. There's nothing in your life that God does not want to touch with his renewing power. There's nothing in creation that God does not want to breathe on with the power of his spirit to bring renewal. He's making all things new. If it was created, then God wants to recreate it. If it exists, then God wants to renew it. So, once we establish that we know that God wants to renew, we know that God does renew, we have to begin to pay attention to how renewal takes place. It's not enough just to know that God does renew. We have to ask ourselves and ask Scripture, how does God renew? And the first thing that I want you to observe is that the Bible tells us that renewal is a work of the Spirit. Renewal is a work of the Spirit. Look at Titus chapter 3 and verse number 5. Titus 3, 5 says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Man, if you don't get anything else out of the message, a reminder that it has, absolute, it has absolutely nothing to do with how good you've been, how righteous you've been, how, how much your behavior lines up with what you know God wants, that God decides to save you. God decides to save you based on his mercy. I thought I'd get a lot more amens than that right there through the washing of regeneration, and then listen to this, and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. So we see that one of the Holy Spirit's jobs is to be the renewer. Now, how many of you know that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you? So that means that you at all times in every moment you are a carrier. You are a receptacle. You are a, uh, a, a jar. You are, you are a bucket of something that is holding and carrying the renewing creative power of God around on the inside of you at all times. Man. So, so, so that means I've got to become more aware of what resides on the inside of me. If you're taking notes, you can write this down. I got three or four points for you. We'll see. Number one, renewal begins on the inside. Renewal begins on the inside. How am I going to begin to experience God's renewal in my life? I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you boldly and clearly, it's going to begin on the inside. It's going to begin within you. It's not going to come by some change around you or in your circumstances. It's going to begin on the inside. 
Theologian Willie Jennings says that God's future does not come to us horizontally, but God's future comes to us from the ground up. It comes to us from the ground up. In other words, it comes to us from beneath the surface. So the way that God brings about things in my life, the way that God, the prophet Isaiah said, behold, I do a new thing. Even now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? He's using language of of plants and the ground to say that whatever new thing God is going to do in your life, where you need to be looking for it is not around you or above you or around circumstances, but you need to be looking beneath the surface of your life. You need to be looking for God's new life and God's new power to spring up from within you, from inside the ground, from underneath the surface, so that as you pray and as you get God, get in God's presence, you begin to expect, as long as I keep putting the soil of my soul in the presence of God, it's only a matter of time before some of God's new things begin to spring up in my heart and in my life. And so I can't be confused Because we Pentecostals, we love to talk about renewal and revival. And you know what we love? We love the suddenly. There's there's some suddenly verses in the Bible, and I'm all for them. I'm all here for it, right? Suddenly, they were in one place in one accord, and suddenly... There was a sound from heaven, right? And the suddenlies are great. But here's what I feel like will be more helpful to you is if I draw your attention to this, that the Spirit's work is not always sudden and noticeable. It is often subtle and imperceptible. And when we assume that the Spirit's work is sudden, we often miss how His work is subtle. So I want to draw your attention away from the sudden and draw your attention toward the subtle. Here's what I want you to know. They're going to put this on the screen. The more we tend to the subtleties of the Spirit, the more prepared we are to respond to the suddenlies of the Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit can come on you. He can come over you. He can can swirl around you like a whirlwind, and he may do that. He can knock you off your socks and off your horse, but he can also very quietly, very subtly, beneath the surface, whisper in your soul the renewing, healing, restoring power of God. And I wonder if oftentimes we're so looking for the spectacular and the sudden that we're missing the daily and the subtle. What if you're looking for God to show up with fireworks, but he keeps showing up in ordinariness every day? You keep looking for him on the 4th of July, but God's saying, I've been here every day. I just wasn't as spectacular as you wanted me to be. I've been ready to renew in the ordinary. And so one of the things the Holy Spirit will do is he will help us to pay attention to what's happening in the subtle and beneath the surface. 
winter. We are in the middle of winter. You may not know that because we live in Oklahoma, but we are in the middle of winter and nature tells us how renewal works. Winter is a time of fallow ground. It is a time of decomposition after death. You just look at how nature works. Every year the same thing happens. The trees in your yard die. They let their leaves go. The grass turns brown. Things fall to the ground and they dissolve and decompose. And all through the winter, the ground is fallow. There's nothing new springing up. But what you understand from nature is that during that cold, dry, fallow time, the decomposed dead things of a previous season are actually nourishing the ground and the seeds that are underneath the surface so that what died in a previous season is actually feeding the next season. Y'all didn't hear that. I said what died in a previous season is actually feeding what's going to spring forth in a future season. And if I'm not careful, I'll miss the fact that even in the winter seasons of my life, the spirit is subtly moving beneath the surface to prepare me for a renewal and a reemergence of all the good things that God has for me. So when I go through seasons that look like nothing is happening, I need to remind myself that nature shows us that renewal takes place from the inside out. It takes place from underneath the surface. I want to say it to you like this. Oftentimes the Spirit's work of renewal is gradual. It's not grandiose. You see, I grew up in church that we love the grandiose. You say, what does that mean? That just means the big and the spectacular. But I'm learning that I can find more in the gradual, subtle places of my soul where God is slowly working. How many of you know that that God is powerful and God is above time, but there's something mysterious about the way that God works because God can do whatever he wants to do and he can do it in a hurry, but there's something that the wise and the seasoned elders who've been walking with God for a long time, they know this, God's work is often a slow work. It's a mystery, but God loves to take his time. And so the Spirit comes on us from above at times, but most often the Spirit springs up from within. Listen to what Jesus told the woman at the well in John chapter 4 and verse number 13. John chapter 4 and verse number 13. We'll put that on the screen for you as well. Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never thirst. But the water that I give him, watch this, will become in him a fountain of water springing up to everlasting life. 
Now, you got to pay attention to what Jesus said. He didn't just say, I want to give you some living water, and if you drink it, you'll never thirst again. He said, I'm going to give you some living water, and if you drink it, the water will become in you a spring of water. Yeah, yeah, y'all got to get that. So Jesus said, if you drink the water that I'm giving you, you're going to get a water producing spring on the inside of you so that it's not that you're going to have to ever run to a big church or to a big service or to a big revival meeting. But if you really understand what the water that Jesus gives does, then you can be in your house by yourself in a down moment and you can remind yourself that Jesus said there's a spring of living water on the inside of me. Renewal can begin to take place not because some famous evangelist laid his hands on me but because I called it up from within the deep. Sometimes you got to put a demand on the living water that God has already placed on the inside of you. Sometimes you've got to remind yourself that there is a river of living water flowing out of my innermost being. I don't feel it. I can't find it. I don't perceive it. But I believe it because Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. They are rivers of renewal. They are rivers of refreshing. They are rivers of God bringing life to dead things. And Jesus said they're on the inside of you. I didn't say that. Jesus did. You say, well, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what kind of... I know, I know. You might be in the deepest, darkest winter. Man, I lived in Michigan for a few years. If you think we got winter, you ought to go up there. Lord have mercy. I told those people, y'all need to repent for whatever you did wrong. Y'all got to get this thing turned around. This is not the will of God. I mean, over half of the year is dead. I mean, it's like, it's depressing. Praise God. We love our Michigan family. Amen. We don't know if they're watching online. Amen. I got I to gotta hurry up. Are you learning anything? So number one, renewal comes so from the inside. So here's where I'm drawing that from. 2 Corinthians 4, just make sure you know that my, my, my sermon is scriptural. 2 Corinthians 4, we read this text. Paul said, my inward man is being renewed, right? My inward man is being renewed. But the next thing that Paul said is he's being renewed day by day. Wow. So renewal happens on the inside, but number two, renewal can happen every day. Now, I wish somebody had told me in the kinds of church that I've been in all my life that renewal could happen every day. Because, I mean, some churches I grew up in, we had spring renewal and fall renewal. We had spring revival and fall revival. We had winter revival and summer revival. And so that was when renewal could happen. But the apostle Paul had never been to that school of church because he said, I found out that I can experience renewal day by day. That means that any day is a good day to experience the renewing presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. You'll never find God unwilling to renew you. You'll never go to God in prayer and say, God, I need renewal. And God say, I'm not in a renewal mood today. I'm out of them. 
I got out of the renewal business. I'm kind of in the depressing business now. I'm changed corporations. Hello. No, 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 no. Remember what Jesus said in Revelation 21.5, I make all things new. Better way to translate that, I am making all things new. See, don't think that Jesus is just waiting till the end of all things and all times and the culmination of everything, and then Jesus is going to make everything new all of a sudden in an instant when he comes back. No, 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 no. Jesus is making all things new right now. He's in the process of making all things new. So that means that every day, 2 Corinthians 6 says today, everybody say today. If you're online this morning, just say today, right there in your living room. Everybody say, today is the day of salvation. Today's the day of salvation. You say, what does that have to do with renewal? Salvation is the renewal of all things in your life. You say, I got saved in, in 1999. Well, guess what? You might need to get saved again today. You might need to get renewed again today. You might need to experience a fresh dose of salvation, renewing power and presence in your life, not only today, but every day. Hallelujah. It wouldn't hurt you. Look at your neighbor and just tell them, say, it wouldn't hurt you. It might help you. Today's a good day for you to get renewed. Number three, renewal not only happens day by day, it not only happens on the inside, but renewal is not dependent on my circumstances. Now, Paul said, my inward man is being renewed. Paul said, my inward man is being renewed day by day. Are you with me? It's very simple. Inside, every day. And look what else Paul said. My outward man is perishing. My outward man is wasting away. So in other words, Paul did not write this verse to the Corinthians when he was doing fantastic. Paul was not in a good mood when he wrote this. Paul was not experiencing the blessings of the Lord and, and, and walking in all the, he was saying, guys, my outward man right now is perishing away. Everything around me is going bad, but I got to let you know that I found out regardless of whatever's going on around me, I found a secret of the kingdom, and that is that renewal can be happening day by day on the inside of me, and it's not dependent on any circumstance in my life. I lost my job, but I'm being renewed today. My marriage is in trouble, but I'm being renewed today. I don't have as much as I need, but I'm being renewed today. I don't feel good in my body, but I'm being renewed today because it's not dependent on what I'm going through. It's dependent on what's happening on the inside of me. So renewal is so important for us to understand. Watch this. Eventually, here's the really good news. Eventually, your outer world will catch up to your inner reality. 
See, that's the thing that Christians ought to be people who know how to live in paradoxes better than anybody else. Because we have the we have our Savior who, who lived in a paradox, and, and we have the Apostle Paul who lived in a paradox. And so you ought to confound everybody around you because everybody ought to be saying, based on what you're going through, you shouldn't have any joy right now. I can't understand the math equation of your life doesn't add up. There's a remainder because if I were going through what you were going through, I wouldn't have any joy right now. But you're going through what you're going through and you've got joy unspeakable and full of glory. You are in the midst of the worst season of your life, but there's something bubbling up from within you. There's a renewing presence in your life. And the spring of living water comes from the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Amen. Y'all seem like you're learning something. I'm going to give you number four. Can I give you number four? All right, we're going to give you number four. This is the bonus track. Amen. (laughs) Number four, this one's going to get fun. Are you ready? Because this has been good, but here's what I got to challenge you with. Number four, we are not just recipients of renewal. We're called to be reproducers of renewal. Called to be reproducers of renewal. Now, this is a, this is a kingdom principle. And I got I to make sure you get this. Because here's what we do so often. And I, I felt like the Holy Spirit did not want me to do this today. Is we come to a subject like renewal and we say things like this. This is what the message would usually sound like. You need renewal. God gives renewal. Go to God and get renewal. And that's good. That's true. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not where Scripture stops. That's not where the kingdom stops. Because here's here's a, and you can take this back to the Old Testament with Israel. Watch this. God's gifts are never, watch this. This is an eternal kingdom principle. God's gifts are never for the recipient alone. Never, never. God never gives you something and says, here's Samantha, I want you to have this and keep it. It's not how God operates. It's not how the kingdom operates. So what God does is God says, hey, Jeff, I want to give you something, but make sure when you get blessed by it, you give it away. Because I don't give things to people. I give things through people. (laughs) So if you want more renewal in your life, here's the secret I want to give you is I want to tell you, find somebody else who needs renewal like you do and ask the Holy Spirit to help you become an agent of renewal in their life so that when you see them down, you say, I just want to know God's on your side today. You're going to make it through this. And what you'll find out is as you give them renewal, renewal, you'll be renewed in your own soul. (laughs) Then we all become watered by the spring, the living well of water on the inside of us. The more we share it, the more we benefit from it. This is what Paul's doing in his letter to the Corinthians. Is he saying, guys, if you read Paul's letter, 2 Corinthians, He's actually at one of the lowest moments of his whole life. He writes them in chapter one. 
and says, I've, I would have despaired of life because of what I was going through. I was down. My outward man was, I mean, he uses words like crushed, persecuted, perplexed. I mean, he, he could have gone to a therapist. He was having a moment. Are you with me? But then Paul, here's what Paul does. He starts speaking to the Corinthians and he starts messing around with the Holy Spirit on the inside of him. And then he starts finding himself saying things to the Corinthians. You know what? We've got the same spirit of faith that David had. And if we declare it and we believe it, then it'll become a reality in our life. And I've been going through a hard time, but I just want to encourage you Corinthians to keep your eyes. We do not lose heart. 2 Corinthians 4, 1, because even though our outward man is perishing away, our inward man is being renewed day by day. So Paul starts watering the Corinthians garden with renewing presence and truth, and then his garden gets watered. See, here's the beautiful thing. When you turn the sprinkler on in your internal garden, and you aim it out to somebody else's life, and it starts watering other people's lives, you can't help but get your own garden watered when that sprinkler starts running. And you say, I was trying to get it over to Joe, but I sure feel better now. Let me spray some over here on Susie and see what happens. I'm going to become a well-watered garden who is full of the renewing power and presence of God in my life. So I know it's counterintuitive and you may feel empty, but if you'll ask him, the Holy Spirit will give you just enough to get you going today. He'll give you just enough to prime the pump. And if you'll spread it away, he'll give you some more. And if you let it go, he'll give you some more. We like to talk about this with money, but I want to talk to you about encouragement. I want to talk to you about renewing words. I want to talk to you about positivity and faith and graciousness and forgiveness Start spraying that stuff around and look and see what happens to the condition of your own internal garden. This is the way of kingdom living. You see, the nation of Israel, come on guys, you can come to the platform. I really am, there's no more bonus tracks after number four, we're done. Listen, Israel shows us this, that God says to Israel, watch this. In the Old Testament, he says, I'm choosing you. I want you to be my people. And then Israel's like, whew, man, that's awesome. We get to be God's people. God said, we are his people. That's my people. That's what God said. God said, we are God's people. And then as soon as they start doing that, God goes, yeah, 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 but, but it's for the world. Like, like, I want you to be mine so that we can let the rest of the world know that I want them to be mine. And Israel's like, wait we thought we was going to be special. And God's like, yeah, you're special, but you're special for the world. Right? And so they didn't get it. And so God said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you what my relationship with you is going to be like. And this is what God did. He said, I'm going to give you some bread. And it was called manna. And so God said, the bread is going to come every day. And as long as you eat it or give it away, it'll be good. But the minute you think that my gift is for you to hold on to, you'll wake up the next day and you'll find that the bread has rotted. 
Y'all didn't get that over there. I'm going to try that over here. He said, if you take one of my gifts and hold on to it and don't let it go, it won't be a gift anymore. It'll have maggots on the inside of it. But as long as you eat it or give it away, it'll stay fresh every day. And God said on the Sabbath, I'll give you twice. But anyway, so God says every day, fresh bread, every day, renewing presence. The only thing you can't do is fall into the trap of being a consumer. Do you know that a consumer mentality will actually dry up the renewal in your life faster than anything? The way to ruin the blessings of God, the way to shut off the presence of God is to become a consumer and say, God, I need it for me. And it's all about me. And I need to, and I'm worried about me. No, no, no. God says, get your eyes off of you and get your eyes on me and then get your eyes on your neighbor. And if you do that, you will never have need you will never go without so here's what I believe deep down underneath the surface of your own soul this morning the Bible says in Genesis chapter 7 and verse number I don't know what verse it is it's in Genesis 7 11 or 22 it's 11 or 22 It says that God was going to send a flood. And when he sent a flood, it says the windows of heaven were opened. But then it says the fountains of the deep were broken open. And here's what I believe that God's going to do this morning in you. God wants, as your heart begins to yearn, to say, God, I want to be renewed today. I don't, I don't want to start this year from a stale, old, dry place. But I want to start this year from a, from a place of being renewed by your spirit. Then what's going to happen is that there's just something. It may be subtle. It may be imperceptible. You might have to just go, I believe by faith that something's shifting on the inside of me. But when things begin shifting, they're making way for the fountains of the deep to begin to make their way to the surface. And if you'll keep walking by faith, God's going to keep breathing on your garden. And it may be January right now, but soon it's going to be March, and then it's going to be April, and all of a sudden new things are going to begin springing forth that are a result of what you declared today and this week, that my family's being renewed by the power of God. My faith is being renewed. My youth is being renewed. My times are being renewed. My days are being renewed. My spirit is being renewed. My health is being renewed. Somebody's going to get in faith with me this morning to begin to say, my finances are being renewed. My future's being renewed. My vision is being renewed. My health, everything I have need of is being renewed. And God's going to let it flow through me to the world around me. See, sometimes you got to have enough faith to step out 
and be on mission and become an agent of renewal. It doesn't work like this. God doesn't let you like go to the spa, you know, and soak in the, in the salts and, you know, soak in the, in the, in the Epsom salt and just get all refreshed so that you feel just totally, uh, and then you're ready. No, 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 no. Sometimes you're like, man, I ain't there yet. That's where Paul was. He's writing second Corinthians. He said, I'm just going to step out here and just refresh these guys. And then in that process, something breaks open on the inside of me. So I'm praying for you this morning that whatever it means for you, whatever it means for your household, you're going to begin to experience the renewing work of the Holy Spirit today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, day by day. Paul said it can happen every day. So will you stand to your feet with me right now? Come on, just lift your hands to heaven right now. They're going to sing, but before they sing a note, would you just let your heart begin to cry out in hunger for the renewing power and renewing presence of Jesus. Holy Spirit, begin to move on the inside of us in your gradual, in your subtle, in your slow ways. We welcome the renewing presence presence of God into our hearts and into our lives right now in Jesus' name.